Hello, hello, and welcome to Popcorn Boys, 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 boys. Welcome. This is the cold open. Yes, of Popcorn Boys. Well, that was not a cold open because we once welcome again. Welcome to the cold open of Popcorn Boys. Well, it's not as we said last time. It's not a cold open if you prepare it. It's whatever the fuck I want it to be. It's okay. my show. Well, I think I think we can do better with our cold opens. I think we need to be mid conversation, mid laughter. Mm. Okay, so can we start again? We need to be mid laughter, and then <laughs> and then you st- you tail off with some random comment that we no one can really understand, but from context you, you know that it was just so funny. Okay, yeah. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> that man, you know, like you shouldn't be taking those kind of like, yeah, I know they're legal, but mm. they're still really bad for your health. Yeah. Like. They're, they're, yeah. Yeah. It's no, it's, it's terrible. What's really, the, the, yeah. it's, it's but really you said bad. it was a good time in the end. Yes. You, we had fun. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, now the moment you've all been waiting for. Good morning, Vietnam. First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work. Okay. Can we talk about something other than Hollywood for a change? No, I don't go to the movies much. If you've seen one, you've seen them all. So what's your podcast about? Um, the movies. <laughs> was that a good cold open? I think it was. Ours. I think it suitably made people think that we're fun and we're friendly and we well, actually you. get on uh, yeah. and it's natural. But then also that you know they don't know what's going on in the mm. conversation. Um. Well, uh, uh, we have a lot of really exciting films for you guys this week. Uh, mm. This is a pretty monumental week in Popcorn Boys because it's one of those rare, rare weeks where Mark Byrne, co-host of a film podcast, mm-hmm. actually went to the cinema. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What yeah, about I that? Did. I did. Um, I actually didn't. What? Well, I I did see the film, but not in the cinema. <laughs> you actually didn't go to the cinema? No, no, no. Are you joking me? No. What is wrong with you? It's too cold. Okay, there. I've had like so many people say to me, what is going on? With, like, why does Mark not go to the cinema? People say that? People say, well, because you don't, you have a film podcast. People be saying that? No, was, when will, was the last time? When it's was because the last of the writer's time? strike, man. I, I was not going in solidarity with the writers. That's fair. You know what I mean? Mm. It was in solidarity with the writers. So am I a scab? Yeah, you're scabby. Fuck. You're pro AI. <laughs> yeah, you man, while the writers are on strike, you were on this show playing fucking AI descriptions of films. Like you couldn't be less an ally of the actors. I'm a scab. You're scabby. Oh well that's fair enough. Um and so in solidarity with the uh with the, the actors, you illegally streamed this film, Bottoms? No, legally. Legally streamed it. Yeah, yeah. You're able to see it online? Free? Yep. Okay. Wow. Well, we'll get to the film later on, but um, can you tell me you're, you're, the reason you're not going to the cinema is solely out of solidarity, or is there any other reason? Um, no, it's just purely because I, I think acting is a craft, and I think it, they, the actors should be respected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we uh, <laughs> we did actually we have covered this. This is as one of Ireland's top film podcasts. Mm-hmm. We have covered uh, the actors' strike, and as you guys know, the strike is now over. Over. Mm-hmm. So lots of great films are going to start popping into the cinema and we will get a um, friend of the pod, Gregory, on to talk to us about the deal and all that kind of stuff. Because yeah. our man on the inside, he will fill us in. Um, but we, we actually don't, I don't know anything about it, but I feel like maybe they won. They won, yeah. They won, right? They defe- it was like the end, it was like in Terminator 2. Mm. Wait, what happens at the end of Terminator 2? The actors win. Uh, there was a, there's a long he, strike. He, it was human versus machine anyway. Yeah. I guess humans win. No, Terminator 2 is... The Terminator is a goodie in that one, isn't he? Yeah, but he's still fighting himself. He's like a traitor to his own kind. That's it, yeah, yeah. 
He was much sent- like me, and when I go to the cinema and use AI. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just I need to address the elephant in the room. Your other podcast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> No, you, I'm not happy about it at all. Why? Why aren't you happy about it? <laughs> <laughs> why do you think? Because it's it's uh, top of the most popular podcast in Ireland. Why didn't you make our podcast that? <laughs> <laughs> why didn't you do that for our podcast? I mean, I guess the people have spoken. You know, it's that's how it works. Uh, I think. I to be fair, I think that the the fact that we are doing this podcast once a week. And all that, like our, this podcast, we are so laid back about it. Mm. Um, it's vaguely done. People it's ask because of me. It. It's because of you. Yeah, you're the issue. Obviously. I'm just a <laughs> piece of sh- No one wants to listen to just a random nine to five piece of shit. They want to listen to you. They want to listen artists. to unemployed people. Out of interest, right? So you're, you're three stand-up comedians. Yes. Do you ever, like, uh, naturally... Oh, I'm definitely making. I've got the label like wrapped around my whole wrist. I'm Are definitely you making, making lots of clunky noise. noise. Yeah, um, you naturally like will take inspiration from life for your stand-up bits, and you'll do these things. Yeah. Would you ever on your new podcast come up with something funny and then be like, "Fuck, mm. I wish I didn't say that on the pod because that could have been a bit." You know what I mean? Um, or does that ever happen in general? Do you ever be like, oh, I wish I didn't say that on the record because I could have made that into a... I think that, I think that, that um, I've already said stuff on the podcast where I'm like, I might use that and make that into a bit. And I don't think I worry too much about people having listened to it and heard it already because I know that like, there's that bit, like I can even talk about it now, but I probably won't. I'm not sure I'll make it, but there's a bit where in one of the episodes where we talked about um, nursery rhymes mm-hmm. and the way that their British nursery rhymes are always uh, like based on really horrible things, like a tissue, tissue, they all fall down. Mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. Wee Willy Winky. And like I was I saying, he's probably some convicted pedophile or something like that. Oh dear. Okay. Kind of make it, well, just making a joke about that. And I think there's something funny, funny in topic. that. I, I was thinking of saying something like, um, if I was in the UK, I'd be really worried because I'd be worried something really traumatic would happen to me and then they'd turn it into a nursery rhyme. Mm. Um, and then I'd do a little nursery rhyme with something traumatic happening to me. Um, okay. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> I came up, I was having a conversation with my friend the other day and I came up mm. with an idea for a sketch. Okay. Uh, which maybe you can have if you want. Okay. Basically like... This is you realize this is like something I get in my DMs all the time and it's... Do, really? A lot, or even just like people on the street coming up to me going, you can have this one. Uh, what about... The fucking queue when you're getting on the bus and there's two queues. <laughs> one, loads of people get on one. Some people get on that way, other people get on the Here's one for you now. Here's one for you now. Do you what, know the way what? the Protestants keep the toasters in the cupboard? Yeah. What's the emotion? The, Here's what, one for you. What's the name of that comedian? Um, he's like a famous guy. He's got real bulging out eyes. You know, he always makes jokes being like, and my wife said, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh my God. His eyes are he's like really a mad. Bulging. I got no respect. No respect. Yeah. I love him. No respect. Let's get him. Let's get him. He is, Let's get him on the pod. He is, <laughs> Let's bring him back from the dead and get him on the pod. Danger House. Rodney Danger House. That's, That's him. him? I, I just remembered his name. Isn't that... Because, like, once again... He's always like standing in front Rodney of Rodney Dangerfield. This he, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You this the, is... He is so funny. Me and Anna were listening to some of his stuff. So fucking funny. I saw a real funny, like, meme that was... Like, it was just, like, pictures of him with text. Yeah. And you know that film Five Nights at Freddy's? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it yeah. was like, I said to my wife, what are you doing tonight? She said Five Nights at Freddy's. And I said, hey, enjoy the movie. And she said, what movie? <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. He's so good. We play one of his good clips. Uh, yeah, go on, play what? a clip. 
I mean, it's not easy being me. When I was born, the doctor told my mother I did all I could, but he pulled through anyway. <laughs> I mean, nobody was nice. My mother never breastfed me. She told me she liked me as a friend. <laughs> so when I was born, after the doctor cut the cord, he hung himself. Oof. Okay. <laughs> what a childhood I had. My mother never breastfed me. She always had a headache. <laughs> oh, my God. And I tell you, when I was a kid, I knew it was ugly. When I was born, the doctor, he smacked my mother. <laughs> I was so ugly, my mother breastfed me through a straw. My whole life, I don't get no respect. No respect from anyone. I found out when I was born. They bought me a baby carriage with no brakes. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding? Well, my mother had morning sickness after I was born. <laughs> I don't know, it's not easy. I got no respect the day I was born. Really? No respect. The doctor picked me up and smacked me. I found out the nurse. She got a few in two. <laughs> it's so good. Man, you got to start doing more jokes like that. Like real, like no my, respect. I got no respect like, in my life. What? No. A, what? All of that? All of that stuff? Like, I feel like anytime you ever see footage of him, he's like standing in front of a red curtain. What is that? Is he like a on That's a show? What stand up used to look like? They used to have like these velvet curtains in theaters and stuff. That's cool. Ah, uh, yeah. He's just. I love him going. I got no respect. I, uh, the doctor, he got a few in too. <laughs> all his jokes are just about how he's an ugly guy. I feel like the the days when comedy is just like constant, like one liner. Yeah. Yeah, just like constant little one-liner puns. That's mm. good times. Yeah, well, he there's a good story. Eddie Murphy, I saw a story where he said he was this like 18 year old comic, and and Rodney Dan- Dangerfield uh, came to the comedy club, and he he like was the big guy, and Eddie mm. Murphy went up to him and was like, "Hey man, watch my set, and can you tell me what you what you think?" And Eddie Murphy's set was all like really like all about like race and quite racy and really yeah, the stuff yeah. that everyone knows him for. And uh, and Rodney Dangerfield went up to him and was like, uh, "Duh." That that stuff. No one's gonna like that. You know, you're, you're not gonna get into people's homes if you do that kind of stuff, Eddie. You gotta you gotta make it nice and clean. And then uh, and then Eddie Murphy, like within two years, was like the biggest stand up in the world. And he said he was in Vegas in a urinal and yeah. uh, and he was peeing. And then Rodney Dangerfield walked in and was peeing. And then he turned and he saw Eddie. Went. He looked at Eddie Murphy and like held up his hands and went, "Hey, who knew?" <laughs> That's good. I was very wrong. <laughs> I'm worried. I'm I'm slightly like worried that Rodney, like he's like cancelled for some reason. We've been talking about how funny he is now for a bit. But anyway, oh Rodney, oh yeah, well I mean, I'm he sure seems he to really cancelled. Like just the, the kind of jokes he makes and the way he looks. Sometimes you know, just yeah. anyone listen who knows that he's cancelled. We didn't know, so there you we go. didn't. We, will we will we pre apologize? Will no. we apologize? Here's my sketch. Right? Oh yeah. Sorry. Of course. It's uh, it's like Spider Man and he's Irish, right? And he's Irish Spider Man, right? <laughs> okay. And then he's like. All his friends ring him and then he's they, they're like, yo, yo, they don't know he's Spider-Man, he's Peter Parker. Mm. Like, yo, Peter, what's Well, he'd be Podrick Parker. Yeah. No, no, he'd be Peter. Okay, okay. He's Peter. And then they're like, yo, Peter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, what, like, do you want to go for a few pints tonight? He's like, he's like, yeah, do you want to go to that pub, like, near the IFSC? And they're like, man, you're always fucking, you're obsessed with going to that pub beside the IFSC. And he's like, no, nah, it's just a cool place. And like, man, I'm tired of hanging around the IFSC. That's the joke. Because he's Spider-Man, he always wants to hang around the IFSC. Oh. <laughs> Where all the big buildings are. Yeah. <laughs> I did get that. That's too friend, smart. His friends don't know he's Spider-Man. They're yeah. like, why do you always want to hang around the IFSC? And he's like, I just want to hang around. It's the there. only place in Dublin that he could be I, there. I delivered it better last time. I think it was funnier last time. No, I didn't get I didn't get it because you were saying IFSC. You got to, I mean, you got to like 10 Center or somewhere. 
I mean, no, it's good. It's a good joke. It's a good joke. But it's a joke. I don't know if it's a sketch. Is it a sketch? You can make it into a sketch. It's a Spider-Man on the phone. That's kind of a Rodney Dangerfield joke. It's maybe like, it's maybe like a guy, he's looking at his mask, like, and then his phone rings and his friends be like, do you want to go for a pint tonight? And then he's like looking at his mask and I'm like, what do you say we go for a pint down (laughs) near the IFSC tonight? (laughs) You've just made it the exact same way. (laughs) Yeah, but I, I, I added a visual element. Which is the mask? Mm, I'm I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take it, but I think it's a good. You can sketch. have that one. No, okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Do I have? I I can make it now. The actor strike is on. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's over. You can have it. It's over. Okay, so I have to make it. Mm-hmm. It just seems like a lot of moving parts. I don't think I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. What about uh, where there's high rise? Where all those high rise buildings are? You know, mm-hmm. that's maybe a better way to bring it because people will know. I think people know the IFSC is. Okay, I'm going to make it and we'll see how it does. Um, so, movies. Okay, let's talk about cinema. Um, well, lots of big movies. We, we're going to be talking about Napoleon, mm-hmm. which I went to an advanced press screening. And then we're going to talk about Bottoms, which mm-hmm. is a comedy film uh, that you went to see in the mm-hmm. cinema. I did. Called Downstairs. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I also went to see a new film called Anatomy of the Fall. And you went to see a film called Chicago. I went to see a film called Chicago, yeah. In the cinema. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. They, okay. they re-released it. Did they it, actually? Yeah, it was the... <laughs> it was the, like, 18th anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> the 18th. Yeah, it's the 18th anniversary the of Chicago. <laughs> was it able to get its uh, driver's license? Well, mm. uh, but the first film we're going to review is the... The big Ridley Scott picture with mm. Joaquin Phoenix um, in the titular role. It's Napoleon. Uh, and I went to see that last night with Anna in the mm-hmm. Stella, courtesy of Sony Pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, Normally I'd go to these things, yeah. but... Uh, it is it is the first time that you've not gone to one of them. How do you feel about that? I mean, I just know my place, I guess. <laughs> I know my place now. It was a real like nice one where I was like, oh, this is actually a bit of a date. Um, do you and- not feel like it's a date when you're with me? No, I do. But I felt like, do you know what? The thing about the Stella, the Stella cinema is like really fancy cinema in, in Dublin, in Rathmines. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's got like a uh, really beautiful room. It's kind of like an old theater. It's got these big kind of cushiony chairs and it's got... Um, one of those things that you can put your feet up. The only issue is that because there's tables in between and lamps and it's all very, very nice. I'll put up a photo on our Instagram. Mm -hmm. The only issue is you can't see the person next to you. I like to do a little bit of whispering to the person next to me who I'm going to the film with. I like being able to whisper and go like, oh yeah. And I love the French Revolution and that period of history. So I love like whispering over to Anna. But because there was such a distance... Mm. I was giving Anna some information that she did not ask for and probably didn't want. But you I was, were like mansplaining French yeah, I was history to her. To her. Yeah. The things that were happening on the screen, I just kept You're saying like, things that's, like, that's Napoleon. I was like, that, <laughs> that's his horse. It's <laughs> like, that, those, that actually happened. A yeah. lot of what I know is actually from a tour which uh, Emer gave you. Yeah. That's, that's uh, L'Armée Francaise. <laughs> <laughs> L'Armée. L'armée. L'armée like, that Anna. means army. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we ended up, because it was this kind of fancy event and there were free drinks, we ended up just getting very, a bit, very drunk. You were saying you were quite hungover today. We got really drunk, so I'm hungover today and, and we just ended up getting so pissed. free drinks? Yeah, because they had like Jesus. canapes. They had canapes. The canapes were quinoa, small little ramekin, plastic ramekin of quinoa mm. and some raw butternut squash and a little bit of rocket. Raw butternut squash? Yeah. Do you mean raw or cold? Cold, but cooked. Raw. Not cooked. I don't think so. It was raw. 
Wow. It was weird. And anyway, that's not that's not good soakage. That was the veggie. Alcohol. That was the veggie one. That was, was all there was. There were some oh. grapes as well. Was it? Um, I feel like such an. I'm so grateful, and I really want to keep getting sent to these things. I promise I'll post <laughs> next time. I feel, please. Oh well, no, they please. they they invited us sent to the Spider Verse, didn't they? Yes, and thank you for that, Sony. Yeah, Sony are the best. They are so good. I, I love all their stuff, look, and I hope that those pesky actors got absolutely handed to them by Sony. We've said it before, but <laughs> PlayStation, Sony Vio, yeah, um, Sony Ericsson, the Walkman, yeah, the Walkman. Um, <laughs> God, it's an amazing company. It is, um, and it's so great. And please keep inviting us to those events. Um, however, yeah, uh, we ended up getting a little too drunk, courtesy of the wonderful drink supplied by the wonderful Sony. Mm. And so I was a little bit. Just to preface this film, I was a little bit distant because of the ceremony and the pomp of everything. Mm-hmm. And it was a date, and we were in this thing. And we were kind of like laughing at everything that was going on. So the film was not the primary. Thing that was going on, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I was also a little bit drunk. You were kind of like you were kind of like a, a pre-revolution French king, pre-revolution French king, living in like lying just, back, ah, yeah, get, you know, just like eating, um, just like stuffing your eating, face, telling, saying, eating like a big like ca- chicken, like a chicken leg. To go, <laughs> yeah, you know, they like put the whole yeah. the whole leg in their mouth and pull it in, it's just the bone comes out. <laughs> I was doing that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Think like Denethor in Lord of the Rings when he's eating the tomatoes. It was that situation. So I mm. was just really like a pig. Um, you, so I was, lo- I was trying to kill some time there looking for um, the voice recording about this that you sent me on your phone. Can't find it. Yes, I did not do a voice recording because as I said, I was oh, drunk. I thought, I thought we'd then, return to form on the voice recordings, but I guess we not. Did, we did, yeah, for all of We did, we have voice recordings, but I did not. Um, anyway, this film uh, made, made by Ridley Scott, mm. a very famous director it's mm-hmm. apple uh have funded it oh so apple also made um scorsese's film so they must be on a big like we want to get the biggest directors and we mm-hmm. want to get get them give them as much money as they want so to they, make they whatever probably, film they want they probably just want exclusivity on their streaming services yeah so they so they've done they've gotten you know scorsese which we reviewed last week mm. was huge the money in that was massive this is also huge you could mm-hmm. just see there was just like whatever they wanted yeah. And it's kind of like an epic. But anyway, the story is about Napoleon. Napoleon Bonaparte, who is, as we know, uh, was a Corsican soldier uh, who rose through the ranks of the French army. He was a tactical genius. He fell in mm-hmm. love with a woman called Josephine, uh, who was played by Vanessa Kirby. And and then he rises through the ranks and he manages to, because of the, uh, uh, you know, political... Uh, unsettled period uh, and the reign unrest. of terror uh, the political unrest in the post-revolution period he mm. manages to uh, take control become emperor of france and then he kind of decides to take over all of europe mm-hmm. and the whole film is all about his relationship with uh josephine there are these famous letters that napoleon sent to josephine and josephine sent to napoleon they had a whole relationship and these letters are often presented to us as sort of they're very emotional they're very mm. about love. They're really beautifully written. And uh, everyone always looks at them going like, God, like the most powerful, you know, maniac man on the planet. But he was actually a little softy. And these are kind of romantic letters. And that's kind of how they're viewed in history. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the film kind of is very impressive. It's very like Ridley Scott is an amazing world builder. It feels yeah, like yeah. a very believable world. It's well it's you know, it's a real world. It's a real world, but it's like it's like the, it's so 
I don't know how he does it in that, like, I think often when you watch things like Braveheart or whatever, you're like, this didn't happen or this is embellished or this is whatever. But this, it feels so normal. It's like the way Napoleon rises to power, it feels so like... That looks like it could happen now. It doesn't, yeah, yeah. it's not, it doesn't have like fucking dramatic music being the whatever, you know, it's kind of, it feels like it, it's like an insurrection could easily happen at any moment because you kind of mm. watch that and you go, God, he didn't have to do much. Jan 6th. Uh, you know, Jan 6th, that kind mm-hmm. of thing, whatever. So, um, so the film is really, really amazing world building, uh, amazing, like, costumes the battles all mm, this stuff mm. it's really 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 good walking phoenix is a bit of a mumbler oh no he's a great actor bit of a mumbler he talks a lot like that yeah um vanessa kirby who plays josephine unbelievable she's a really really good actor she doesn't have much of a role i feel like the, the Wait, host, ho- yeah. hold on what what kind of time period of napoleon times are we talking about here goes through the whole thing so you know the way we, we watch that film george foreman george foreman i did it did, definitely did that mistake where it, it bit off more than it could chew so like, to speak. that's a lot, a lot of stuff happening like yeah. even like him getting exiled and shit uh has him getting exiled to elba twice and then it has him getting exiled it has his whole whole life there's a whole life. There's no spoilers in this. It literally has everything in it. It has Napoleon marching on Moscow. It has Napoleon, uh, you know, doing the, the revolt, staging the yeah. coup. It has Napoleon at Waterloo. It has Napoleon on St. Helena. It has Napoleon on Elba. It has Napoleon escaping. It has everything. And it's, it's How long is it? It's about two and a half hours long. And it's not... I'm not sorry. Can I just say what, how I feel about it overall? Please, please. I wasn't crazy about it. I... Admit I was a little drunk watching it, but mm, the film mm. did not um get me in emotionally. I think that it was just maybe too um meticulous and and kind of like it felt a little bit too like you were watching a dramatic reconstruction of history or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. You might see on a history channel. At yeah. points I was like, This is uh not so artistic or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it was beautifully shot. It was sensational. I love this kind of shit. It's a real guys movie kind of thing. Yeah. Um but the the main thing, part of the film that I thought was interesting was the relationship between Napoleon and Josephine, which they kind of posit was an abusive relationship, mm. right? And and the and like I think that's what they're doing is that like it's this supposedly really romantic thing, but you go like he's writing these letters to this woman who he divorced because she wouldn't bear mm. kids for him, but he kept writing kept writing her letters, and he also like kind of was the big boss of Europe at that time. He was the most Mm. powerful person in the world. The most powerful person in the world is sending you letters and kind of has this power over you. Your relationship is not an equal one, you know? So it's kind of, they kind of posit that it's not really this, this lovey dovey relationship. And there is love there. And there is kind of a a back and forth. And she has a, a, a lot of power over him, but it's not this healthy, beautiful relationship that you would guess from reading those letters which i think was quite interesting that they did that and probably good mm, mm. uh but besides that yeah i think i will watch it again because i, oh. I don't think it really done it for me the first time um, oh maybe if you weren't pissed it'd probably be a bit better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i i i have to say like just the kind of color palette of this film and any media i saw for it um i just found very unappealing i was just like uh and i also just think ridley scott the only films I've seen that he's made of late were like 
alien films that I really did not like. Did you not think The Last Duel was very good? Mm, I never saw it. Oh, Last Duel was very good. I was like, really Scott's back. And I think this isn't a ba- I don't think this is a bad film. I actually think it's, I, I, me and Anna were like, what would you give it? And I was like, reluctantly four stars mm, because mm. it's, it is very good. But then she was, she was asking like, do you give a film more stars because it's a big, impressively made film? Mm-hmm. But like, imagine it's a small budget film and it's like not that amazing, but it's like, can film, I mean, does the money and uh, no pomp of a film mean that it gets more stars? No, no. Like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, dog shit. And that was Pomp City. Yeah, but... It was pomped up. This is pomp, but... It, I feel like we're saying pomp in a, in a French accent. C'était pomp. It's had a certain, <laughs> certain niveau de pomp. Oh, je pomp. It was a je pomp. <laughs> How many pomps out of five? It was, it was about... Four pumps. Reluctant. Quatre pumps. It was quatre pumps. Quatre pumps. Uh, it was George Pompidou. <laughs> and um, I, anyway, I, I thought it was, I, I will go watch it again when I'm not like absolutely pissed. What were you drinking? Teenies. I was just drinking beer. Just drinking beer. Hell yeah. yeah. Drinking beer, watching a, watching an epic Napoleon film. <laughs> Hell yeah. Can't even see me, bird. There's a big lamp in the way. Class. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get any feel? I was eating me uh, the squash doesn't really fit the picture does no it? it doesn't that's a shame there was a reason I was so drunk is because the, all they given us was squash anyway thank you Sony for you the don't squash. arrive to these premieres expecting a full meal like to be fair you can't blame you, Sony for if that if you say canapes on, on, on the on the invitation Gillian's showing up hungry I'm showing up <laughs> hungry I'm showing up with space for canapes but you would say like is what's it, a canapé to you a salmon on a little, on a little, on a little toast. There was no salmon to be seen. Um, would you say? I don't know. To me, this film just seems like it's just kind of. I don't know. Like it, it hasn't. Has it been promoted that heavily? Like I haven't really seen. Yeah, anything it about has. It. But obviously, it's coming out with the actor strikes and all that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. So it's like I haven't seen Walking Phoenix. Probably coming out now. But um. I have to say I was really excited this is mm. right down my alley I fucking love history I love this period of history mm-hmm. I've just been listening to the Revolutions podcast uh, which is sort of the child of the History of Rome podcast and mm-hmm. I've just been li- consuming hours and hours of of French Revolution history for the last like two months and yeah. it's, I love it and I couldn't wait for this mm-hmm. and um, and I think they did really amazing things and showing how momentous this period of history was probably one of the most important but like i just i just felt like i was watching maybe a i was like so aware it was a biopic and i feel like you need to just as you said before like you need to pick a period of of someone's life a significant period and kind of just make it about that if you try to do the whole thing it's just it doesn't it doesn't really work yeah it's just too much look at lincoln lincoln was was like Shorter, it's also a boring film. Uh, <laughs> How is did, did they all speak with American accents? Uh, they the accents thing is also hard because like you have the English or the baddies and they have English accents because they're English, but then yeah. also the French have English accents. It's just like it doesn't, you know. It's we're getting to a point where this is just getting sillier and sillier. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I thought it was good. One thing that's funny is I don't know you know that I've got a new haircut. What I've got a new haircut. Yeah, yeah. And um, Anna says that I've got like. Australian bully energy. She says I'm starting to act a bit more like a bully because of my haircut. You've also been hitting the gym. I've been hitting the gym. Yeah, so you're jacked. Now. So I'm jacked, and then I've got this <laughs> haircut. Yeah, you look fucking and, great. Um, and, and we were out, we were outside, and then uh, we were outside, and then there was a guy walked in. We put our beers on a little table. Mm-hmm. Guy walked in. You know, I don't. He must have been a little bit drunk or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And he just picked up my beer. Fuck. 
He picked up my beer and then just started swigging from it. To get him in a headlock. And I, I, I just opened the door and I was like, bro, what's, what the fuck's up there, bro? What? <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was like, I was like, man, are you just drinking my beer? And he just looked at me with one of those really cheeky Irish faces that is impossible to be angry at. He went, oh, you got me. I just wanted a little sip of that. And I was like, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. He went, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And he put it down. And I was like, you can have more if you want. But I kind of was... I was kind of like bull. I was like bully. Ah, yeah. I went in there like a bully, and I nice, think I'm maybe yeah. turning into a bit of a bully. It's nice because you're a notorious coward. So I'm it's coward. nice to um, nice to hear that you're getting a yeah, bit more. I'm so soft. Getting and, a bit feisty. Yeah, I'm getting a bit angry. I'm kind of want to like bully someone. We could go out in my back garden and fight now. Yeah, because we're trying to get to a thousand followers, and I'd say if we. Yeah. If we just put up a video of me and you just full on going at it fighting. We we, we could we could <laughs> going at it fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just really, really fucking beating the shit out of each other in my background. That'd be There's so me and Mark have a history of fighting each other. There was a moment when we, we fought in we went to a bar in Paris and wore sumo wrestling oh, yeah. suits and fought. And it was so funny because we had spent the whole summer running together training for a marathon yeah, we were strong. and for some reason i don't know if it's some weird toxic tap uh, you know masculinity thing or whatever but we knew we by the end of the summer we we're like we spent so much time together we need to fight mm-hmm. it needs to happen one mm. of us needs to beat the other one and we fought each other mark pinned me down he eventually won mm-hmm. um and i lost but i feel like i'm fucking getting there and i'm yeah, gonna nice. i will challenge you one we, day soon that we could do like a kind of a logan paul style like Mark, we need. I guess we need a bigger <laughs> fan base before that could really sell tickets. But me Mark and Killian Logan fight. Ball. Mark and Killian versus the Paul brothers. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just like me and you fight in a ring in the yeah. national stadium. Yeah, in the national stadium, which we also did. Remember, I you punched, punched you? me full force in the face. In yes, the I punched you full force in the face in the national stadium. What a we got in a fight at the. T- <laughs> We got we went to um a concert. We got kicked out of a nightclub twice in the same night. Yeah, the same club, and yeah. then um. We got in a bit of a fight at the metro station. <laughs> we but I did. remember these these kind of um, tough guys. Yeah. This is quite late at night, and I think quite, we quite a bit of yeah, was like drunk on the last night. Was, quite a bit of booze was had. But uh, these tough guys started on us, and I think we were just so drunk that we just like couldn't. We just, remember, we just wouldn't let them start us. They yeah. were like starting us. We were just kind of going, like, we couldn't, we weren't doing? engaging. But then one of them kept trying to. <laughs> kept trying to trip you up oh and he yeah kept putting his foot behind you and shoving you and for some reason he just wouldn't fall down <laughs> he was getting increasingly more and more annoyed he kept putting his foot behind you and pushing you and you kept going like man stop why stop doing that <laughs> so good i remember us not being able to get angry at them there was some sort of glaze of drunkness that their their anger wouldn't wouldn't get in it was just like throwing darts at a marshmallow it just it, wasn't it's just know. the best way to like to because de- i find anytime anyone's been aggro at me you know, in the last while, like when I was living in Berlin, there was one time where a guy started on me and I was so like not used to that kind of interaction that I was just more like confused about it. And then he was like starting to be like, hey, you got a fucking problem or whatever. And I was like, man, why are you? What's going on? <laughs> like, I didn't know. I didn't really know what he was talking Like, I just was really like, why are you? I didn't understand it. Yeah. And then that reaction is just not what they're expecting. No, and then it's, it's disarming. It's actually the best way to do it. Just be like, yeah. I'm confused. Darren Brown says the best thing to do is to sing. It confuses people. And then you have the upper hand. If someone starts on you, you just go, my dear stars, sudden. And they just go, what are you doing, man? And you go, mm, every time. <laughs> and they just get freaked out and run away. I don't think I would I won't try be doing that. that. No. On the topic of jocks and bullies and whatnot, yes. I watched a high school, high school oh, comedy. good link. And um, we have, yeah, we've, we're, 
we're on our second film and it's 30 minutes in. Ah, so we're doing pretty well. Nah. <laughs> um, bo- I was going to say bodies, bodies, bodies. Yeah. No, Bottoms, Bottoms, Bottoms is the <laughs> film that uh, I watched. Uh, Rachel Sennett film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not It's not a Rachel Sennett film. It's a, It is, yes. No, well, she's <laughs> in it. Uh, and also I, uh, Dabiri, but isn't it directed by someone else? Yes. Um, because it's there's I think pretty sure these are three like Chicago comedians. Yeah, shy ten. Um, she, Emma Seligman. Seligman. Yeah, yeah, Emma Seligman. And um, I watched that um in the cinema. <laughs> and <laughs> which cinema did you go to? I went to the <laughs> Kreuzberg Cinema, and this is what uh we're back to doing voice messages now, and this is what I thought of it. Have you listened to this? No. Just watched the new film Bottoms, Bottoms by uh, Rachel, Rachel Sennett in it and the intern girl for whatever sous chef girl from the bear is in it and um, Kai Gerber is in it. It's a new hot high school comedy um, about just horny teens. You know how it goes. Um, so two... Uh, gay girls who are just trying to get laid so they start a a fight club in order to I don't mind I fucking thought it was so shit Um, (laughs) like there are some bits that are funny I think Rachel Sennett is she it's annoying she's funny she has the ability to be funny but she was in that film Shiva Baby I thought it was shit and she was in this thought it was shit too but she herself like she said some funny stuff. I just kind of like the way she like carries herself and the way she says things. She's got a really deep voice, which is kind of, I don't know, just lends itself to kind of funny stuff. I don't know. She was good. There were some jokes that were kind of funny. Overall, I just thought it was really bad. Like, I don't know. I think maybe it was some Gen Z shit that just didn't really, uh, maybe I'm just, but it was... Like the it was just the story was all over the place. I was like, "What the hell's going on?" There's like this kind of climax, kind of third act scene where they all had to like do something. There's like the, the there's like the fight club, and then there's the football players, and at a certain point they become rivals. But I'm kind of like, "Why are they rivals? Like, what is the football club?" And the like, they, there's one line where one football player says, "I think your fight club's taking away all the attention from our football team." And then suddenly they like become rivals and then the football team do something fucking crazy to try and like bring down the fight. I'm just kind of like, what the fuck? And then at the end, there's just this whole scene. Where I was like, why are they doing this? I don't know what's going on. And uh, it was only 90 minutes long. And to be honest, it felt long. I had to pause it and I paused it and I just went up and hung up some clothes. Um, which is not a good sign. Um... Yeah, I don't know. As I said, Rachel Sennett, she's... I, I feel like she could be really funny, like, in, in some stuff. Like, in Bodies, 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 she's her good. character was funny. It had me laughing. And in this, I was like, this is going to be good. She's going to be funny. Not funny. Um, it just felt like a lot of the jokes. Like, there's, like, bits where, like, a high school jock is at home and he's singing... I can't remember what song it was, but he's singing along to some, like, cheesy 80s pop song while he's at home. And I guess it shows, haha, when he's at home, he's listening to, like, girly music or... I don't know. It's like, that's... Whatever. Just a lot of the jokes, I was like, this is just... Whatever. It's just this shit again. But just less good. 
And some of the delivery, the jokes and stuff, I was like, Ugh. you know, at least sometimes in films, like, you can see bits that are clearly meant to be funny and they're not. And it kind of makes you cringe a bit. It was a bit of that. Ugh. Well, oh God, yeah, that's a shame because yeah. I've heard a lot of good things about this film, and, and I uh, was excited to see it. I like Rachel Senna, I like Io Edebiri, and uh, I thought this was going to be really good. So no. I'm, I'm unhappy to hear that it's bad, and unhappy to hear that there's still not really been a great comedy film. Barbie maybe is a comedy film, but mm. still not been any good comedy films in the last few years, which is well, a shame. I, I don't know. Like, I tend to think everything's shit. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> especially comedy. I'm particularly sensitive. What's to, a good comedy film? Uh, Cable Guy starring Jim Carrey. Um, <laughs> what about I Love You Man? We were talk- kind of yeah, vaguely that's, talking about That's, that's a classic. Yeah. Um, but, but like, comedy films are really just not doing well at the minute. They don't mm-hmm. really make them. Um, no, but like, this one is just like... At times, I feel like it was trying to subvert and, or not subvert, but kind of intentionally make a classic, maybe 90s high school, like Clueless or uh, okay. high school, high, uh, Clueless, a film I've never seen. Hi, like, Clueless? no, high school fucking movie or even like super bad esque or whatever. Yeah. But I guess it's inverted in that they're girls, two gay girls, and they're in a fight club. And I guess the fight club would typically be a kind of a masculine thing and then the the american football guys they're portray- like they all walk in a funny way and they're all like really kind of sensitive and soft and stuff so i guess it's kind of flipping it in that way mm. but like once you establish that that's flipped it, it's like the jokes still aren't funny you know okay. I mean? and like there's just loads of what are the joke style is it word jokes is it physical humor there's a lot of word jokes there's like people overreacting to things. I feel like there's a lot of American stuff. Mm. What's Which, a recurring jo- Is there any good recurring jokes? Or- no. no. Um, there's like this girl who's like nerdy and really enthusiastic about everything. So her kind of bit is like, anytime they say anything, she goes like, yes, 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 Can yes. we do something really we, 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 we never really do? Can we play a, like a clip from it? No. Or uh, the trailer? Because I really just want to get a vibe of this film. You can play the trailer if you like. Is there is that a good idea or a bad idea? I mean, it's okay. We've already played a couple of things into the phone already. Yeah, that's true. But this is a restricted <laughs> clip. This is a restricted clip. Go on, play I don't it. want to say it, but we're fucked. You know what? I'm good. Because it's not going to happen for me. If it's not happening here, then it's definitely not happening at Emerson, okay? I'm done trying to sew my damn oats. No. I'm packing up my vagina and I'm fucking mad you. That's the only hope for me. No. It's me and the two, man. And because he's gay and fearless, he's probably going to fuck me without protection. Then I'm going to get pregnant. We're going to have to join a church. He'll be the gay pastor. Oh, my yeah. This is what I'm talking fucked. about. And yeah, sure. His sermons are good. But every Everybody knows he's fruity. Everybody knows he's fucking fruity. Yeah, yeah. By the way, our son Hezekiah hates us because he knows we're both positive. And we try to make it work for him, but he's not happy. And yeah, guess what? The deacon's fucking the evangelist, man. He's fucking the evangelist. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I don't want to live like that. Will you come and visit us on Sundays? Please, will you come and visit us on Sunday? Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you played that. That's exactly the kind of shit I'm talking about. Okay, so that's not funny. Like that's that was not very good. That was uh, not great. Like over. What? Will you please come visit us? Ha! <sighs> it's that, yeah, like that's what I'm thinking. I it's like the joke is when someone's going on on a long tangent where they start yeah. believing it, and that's kind of the joke. And she's playing, but it, the the thing is just the acting. I I, I really like Iota Brie, but that's nah, not. It's not good. There's one joke as well. It's a lot of words. I know. There's one joke as well where like they start a fight club, and then she puts up a thing saying like Fight Club today, 
or whatever or she like tells people and then a girl shows up and she's like oh thanks for coming the girl says oh i'm glad to be here i love david fincher and then she walks in and like that's the joke and i'm like oh yeah because david fincher directed fight club like that's not a, that's not funny he just directed the film fight club and then loads of fucking nerds on letterboxd were like put five star review and the only review they wrote was i love david fincher i was like do you think you're smart because you just know who directed david fincher like do you think that's a funny thing that's <laughs> David Fincher because he directed Michael. <laughs> he Maybe directed. The, it was delivered in a different way. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. The whole, I just thought the whole film sucked. I gotta say something. I really like. Well, okay, the film sucked. Let's pass that off. Can I also say Booksmart, a very good high school film that was made in the last few years mm-hmm. by Libby Wilde. Un, I really love that. Very funny. Okay. Um, and it's kind of Gen Z. So mm. I'm just saying that a good Gen Z film to watch. Also, smart. I looked up today, in fact, what age is Rachel Sennett? 28. But that's normal. That's not Gen Z. That's literally like, that's a year. Anna's 28 and 27 okay. is 1996 because she gets annoyed when I call her a Gen Z. Okay. Um, Because she's, she's millennial, but she's the last stop millennial. The last of the Like month. she knows what? Chuggy means or whatever. Chuggy. Yeah, Chuggy, whatever mm. that word means. Um, and, but, yeah. and, but uh, something cool about Io Edabiri, who was the one who was doing that piece of acting that we didn't think was good just there. Um, really good person to follow on Letterboxd. She's okay. on Letterboxd, okay, and she reviews films. That's cool. But it's just funny because she, like, she reviewed uh, Bottoms. Uh, do you know what she gave it? Five wow. stars. <laughs> Man, Kurt, Kurt Vonnegut reviewed all of his, like, he became yeah. like a. Well, Le- I mean, that's a really funny. Review- thing reviewed to do. all his own books and gave some of them like C's. But I really recommend following. <laughs> I know, yeah, he gave one of my favorite books uh, of his, Slapstick. He gave it a C plus. Yeah, yeah. and he <laughs> like writes reviews. He's like, this book's not. Very but look, good. Uh, she she reviews all these films. It's really good. Let me see um, what she Notting Hill. What she give that? She gave Notting Hill. Uh, Actually, I've never seen that. So it's four and a half stars. Wow, she loved it. Just a girl standing in front of a decades-old movie, writing a complimentary letterbox review. But don't, she, she don't um, love that. Don't love that. Let me see. Let me but see. there's just something. Let me cool. touch your phone. Come no, but don't fucking touch my phone. Um, here, there you go. But there's just something cool about someone who's in the movies, just like using social media and reviewing movies. Okay, like, Babe. What did you think of Babe? The pig. Oh, she didn't review that one. Oh, she does. But it's I, one of her she, she actually had an interview where she said she stopped Don't. giving stars uh, to films because she doesn't want because she's in the industry and she doesn't want to like make enemies. Okay. Because okay. imagine you make you review you know you review the new David Fincher and you give it like one star and then David Fincher was going to star star you in the next film but then he saw you gave him one star and he's like actually fuck you you know. Mm. I'm trying to find something that she thought was rubbish. She gave Bottoms five stars. I'm in it with my friends. Is the review that's actually pretty funny? <laughs> what did she do? Her review. This she gave it five, her... five out of five, and her review just said, "I'm in it with my friends." <laughs> <laughs> uh, that actually made me like the film a little bit more that she did. Okay, that. that's but, good. Um, <laughs> no, I'd say give this a hard miss. It's just a kind of nonsense comedy. It's really, really American. This comedy, as you could hear from that clip, mm. it's just like pff, crap. The plot makes no sense. Like really, they just want to have sex. Yeah, but it, that's not even a big thing. And it then, seems from that clip like they just want to yeah, have sex, but then, and that's why no, they set up this no, fight club. That is a big thing. They set up the fight club to try and like seduce women, kind yeah. of. But then there's just like this whole climax. Why don't they have sex with each other if they're that? I mean, I don't think you can just say that two. <laughs> okay, we'll just move on from that. Um, the uh, 
the there's that's, this big, of course you're right that's so true there's a big climax centered around a football game that i just did not understand why they were involved in at all uh the fight club gals all mobilized to do something in this football game and i was like why are they doing this um and blah 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 and then there's this really violent scene that i was just like what is so stupid um anyway bad film yeah bad it was film, stinker bottoms is at the bottom of our list this week yeah um, but you know what's at the top of our list this week well the next film i'm gonna review which i did a uh, a voice review of um also, just on that, just had an idea for some. We should wa- we should figure out what the best high school movies are because mm-hmm. I think that might be it might be a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe instead of us doing it, people can just tell us what are the best high school movies. Please email. Uh, please just DM us please on email. our email. thousand followers. Oh, all, yeah! If you if you are uh, listening to this right now and you have not followed us on Instagram, we would sorry. Oh. <laughs> Gone. Please uh, follow us on Instagram so that we get to a thousand followers. It really makes we, want, we little need Marky's little day. I need it so much. Mark needs Killian's it. already got it to like a hundredfold, but I, <laughs> I just I dream of the day I have a thousand followers. So please, uh, you know, ask your mum. Even like fucking nick your mum's phone and just she won't know. Log mm, into her Instagram buy a second phone. and just follow you, or even just steal your partner's phone and just follow on Instagram. Do you know what I did the other week? Uh, I had access to Hot Press Magazine's Instagram and um and. And I was, we were doing a gig for the sleaze mm-hmm. and uh, I was in their Instagram and I was logging out. And the thing I did just before I logged out was I followed Mark Byrne off the Hot Press magazine Thank Instagram. You. I have a private account too, but I let him in. <laughs> I let them in. Um, but, I'm, I'm yeah. just conscious that we're supposed to be going to do a gig in like half an hour. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to speed things along. We're going to play, <laughs> yes. we're going to play this little review here of Anatomy of My Balls. Is that the name of the film? <laughs> This is Palm Door winner, Anatomy of a Fall. So I just watched a film called Anatomy of a Fall, uh, which is a film that came out this year and won the Palm Door at the Cannes Film Festival. Um, it's a French film. Basically, it's... Pause. I thought How to Have Sex won the yeah. Palm Door. Yeah, this one. Okay story of a couple uh, uh two riders who were living in the french alps uh one is french the other one is german and uh the the, the wife is quite a successful rider the husband is kind of a um a rider who has had difficulty you know kind of more the tortured rider kind of tortured artist kind of guy they have a young 11 year old blind son and he has a dog called snoopy and they go for walks a lot and basically the film starts the wife is being interviewed by some student who's interested in her novels the uh, dad is upstairs he's uh He's fixing the roof or something like that, doing some manual labor. And to, uh, and then the song, um, I don't know what you heard about me, because I'm the mother BMP, um, by 50 Cent. It plays really loudly by the husband on steel drums. And uh, and then the interview with the student gets interrupted. The son goes for a walk, and then a bit of time passes, and we find the dad is lying outside the house, discovered by the son with a bloody head, and he is uh, completely dead. And that's the start of the film. The whole uh rest of the film sort of plays out the trial of the the you know what happened and how did that happen and did he was he murdered or you know did he fall or was it suicide or what exactly happened um it's absolutely brilliant it's a really really interesting film that kind of talks about 
uh, people's perception of the truth, what we want to be true, uh, what we, uh, I guess, like what we're more attracted to, what kind of narratives get spun in the media, the way, uh, I don't know, different kind of like, you know, maybe gender roles in relationships, uh, you know, also kind of like, you know, do you know, we have arguments and the way we talk to people in our arguments are not re real representations of the way we feel with them. You might, you know, scream, I want to kill you to someone in an argument that doesn't happen in the film, but it doesn't mean that you want to kill that person. These kinds of things all start coming out. The the son is an incredible actor. The 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 main role played by the wife, she's incredible. It's a really well, it feels really, really real the whole time. It feels like it's a real court case happening or like the emotions of the people or everything it's, it just feels very gripping and it's about two and a half hours long but it just did not feel like that it felt like i don't know there was something almost documentary about about the way it was uh went along um like uh Aoife, uh Anastas was saying it's, it was felt a bit like the thin blue line by errol morris or something like that it was almost like that you were following a case uh and and everyone's emotions were so genuine that it felt real it was brilliant really good film definitely think you should check it out um yeah wow that sounds good it's very very good it is like a european art film classico kind of thing you know mm -hmm. you know the way you sometimes you're like oh i don't want to watch a film like that do watch it just watch <laughs> it it's like it, really 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 good is it is it kind of funny no it's not funny it's not funny at all the pimp even the pimp no no it's not funny in the slightest uh the oh. the the, the one thing that was lacking was a few lols. Oh, no. um, but it's not that kind of film. It's about someone, you know, husband's died. Um, Sandra husband. Huller is the main ac actor. She's German mm. and she's like just top of her game. Really, yeah. really, really good actor. It's incredible. I think everyone should go and watch it. Um, very, very interesting and uh yeah i don't know i mean it's in the cinemas now uh i yeah. went to see an ifi screen one by far my favorite screen in dublin at the minute mm. it's the irish film institute in town in temple bar their screen one is so nice you know it you love it it's the ifi it's the ifi so if you go see a film this week watch anatomy of a fall you will fall down when you watch this film and go oh my god i that was a good film <laughs> it's it's because when you were describing it i don't know just the pimp element of it <laughs> not to really yeah. latch onto that bit um who's that guy that made triangle of sadness and made the square and stuff like that it's not like him is it what's his name <laughs> really really famous film director you yeah, mean? yeah that, like yeah. i feel like we talk about in reference quite a lot that yeah guy. we do we do reference uh so obviously you got, you got me on the spot um triangle of sadness is a film by oh ruben ostland ostland yeah it's not like that uh no ruben when you're describing very it funny i very was describing like when you're describing it i was imagining it in ostland no stuff. no no it, the whole thing is all about is this court case and there's this um there's this lawyer uh there's the prosecutor and then there's the defense That's the and uh, the yeah. prosecutor it's all french and she's german so she doesn't have is very it, good french is it in a, it's, all... it's in english and okay. french and uh, uh okay. and there's a lot of english and a lot of french in it and she doesn't speak very good french so a lot of it is done through english yeah. and um and there's a lot of that as well like language and you know these kinds of things mm -hmm. but uh it's not just to say because i know i'm talking about like kind of big themes and all that kind of stuff yeah, it's yeah. very watchable and very easy to understand and at its heart it's just a human story about a kid and his and his dad and a, a husband and a wife miserable times or no no not miserable like interesting well, well like times? miserable but like 
you know, it's it's not. Um, you know, when films are trying to be make misery porn, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. that at all. It's not like that at all. That's why I was saying it's kind of like documentary like. It's funny because I accused Napoleon of being bad because it was documentary like, and yeah, I, yeah. this is documentary like, but it's good. But uh, it's funny because Napoleon's actually like a true story as well, and this isn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But the the there's this character who's the prosecutor and he's this French uh, uh, prosecute prosecutorial law, lawyer or whatever who is mm-hmm. accusing mm-hmm. her of you know murder. Yeah, yeah. And he is just brilliantly played. He's a little fucking arsehole. And he's uh, do you know what is so sinister about him? We were talking about it. Is he is a man who he has you can see from his hairline that he has hair, but yeah. he shaves it off. Oh which yeah, I, I think know. it's always a bit of a. I've met a few people like that in my it's time. It's just an intense thing, you know, when they when people <laughs> what, have what the hair. I met, I met a few people like that in my time, one being my dad. Uh, <laughs> he, he chooses the baldness. My dad would, well, he, he used to, he doesn't do it anymore, but he used to go full zero head. Yeah, that's, this guy, this guy does that and something about that puts me off. I'm like, if you mm. have the hair, wear the hair. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a especially a lawyer a wearing all the robes. It's a blessing. Yeah, it's a, yeah you know, yeah. it's a bit of a slap Maybe is he, he's not like an English guy who wears one of those wigs he doesn't wear the wig but he has all the robes and so the shaved head really just adds to it kind of like priest priestly yeah he looks a bit opus day or something there's mm. something like real sinister about him Mm-mm. anyway uh really really recommend watching this film excuse me um we have to go to a gig now so we really mm-hmm. got to wrap things up uh is there anything you want to add are you is this you telling me that i'm not allowed to review chicago oh fuck of course <laughs> How, what time are we at? Where are we We're at? We're at 52. Oh man, let me do Chicago. Wait, I'll ask them if they want. I'll ask them. Do you guys want to hear Chicago? Yeah. I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear you because you're not there. Okay, let's see. Let's hear Chicago, baby. Quickly, we're going to quick, because we have to round it out to an hour. Their episodes yeah. are always at least an hour. Mm-hmm. We're going to get, we're going to get Chicago. So I, I watched a film called Chicago. Stuffed crust. Yeah, deep dish, baby. Oh, no, nice. Is that Chicago? Deep dish? Yeah. Chicago, from my memory, was one of the big, big films. It was a big film. I'd never seen it. It's got Catherine Zeta Jones in it. Yeah. It's got Renee uh, Zellweger. Yes. It's also got uh, John C. Riley. Yes. And Richard Gere. Richard Gere. Um, and this is what I thought it was. We're going to bring the fucking voice recordings back. Well, I am. Uh, just watch Chicago. Starring um, Renee Zellweger, Catherine Zeta Jones, um, Richard Gere. Um, I've never seen it before. I actually didn't recognize a single song from the film, which I kind of thought I would. I didn't think it was very good. <laughs> Wait, you said it was. Ah, it was kind of good. It was one of those ones where it was just like, ah, yeah, you know. No, I did. I, listen, I'd have no, I'd have no issue. I'd have no issue saying I like that film. I like a lot of films like that. Well, I don't, that's not really true. I don't think Broadway music is good. Like the way it goes and the way they sing the song, I just find like there's something when people are just kind of singing this, like singing what's going on. They're like, I went into the room and I shot him, and then they ran out. You know what I mean? Your face yeah, no, 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 but that's different. No, but like, there's like, you can sing a song that's like a talent, but like, it's very literal singing. You know what I mean? It's like, then I walked in there and then I did this and then I came back out and now I'm in the jailhouse or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, uh, no, 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 but like, it's just a bit like, ah, ah, it's always, so it was kind of weird because I kind of feel like if you're going to, 
there were some shots where it was done in like there's a bit where they're kind of in a jail cell and they kind of made it look like they made a jail cell on a stage and then videotaped that and in my head i was like the show exists the broadway show exists the movie exists don't make the movie look like the show. This is a movie. You have the freedom to do whatever you want. Make it look like a real fucking jail cell. I don't want to watch a movie based on a show that's just made to look like the show. I'll just go see the show next time it's been coming through town. <laughs> but like, make it look like a the movie. Make it look like a movie. Do an actual musical in a prison cell or something. Do a scene in his prison cell. Why does it look like a Broadway show? I got it coming. You know what I mean, though? Like, what? Like, so, I, I only really kind of realized... I gotta say, I'm happy voice recordings are back. I'm so yeah, happy they're back. It is good. They're great. And it's good to remember what you thought of it. But, yeah. Um, why would you record... Like, a lot of this film was made to look like it was on, on a stage. Mm. Why would you make it like that? It's a stylistic choice. But the, it's based on a show. It's like making a film based on a book, and the whole film is just... Pages turning. <laughs> no, but it's like this is a film of the show, so make it. Just you, turn pages. No, it's like you can, you know, on the show, on in a Broadway show, they have limits. Pause it. I didn't get. I didn't finish that one yet. Pause the page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but in a, on a Broadway show, the reason it looks like a fucking stage is because you're lim. It's limitations. It's a live show, and okay. you have limitations there. Yeah. If they could make it look as much like a real jail cell as possible, they probably would do that in the show. But there's but all kinds of budgetary limitations in a film. If there's a scene in a jail, yeah. just record it in a fucking jail. Or yeah. like if there's a scene anywhere, just record it in that actual place. It's a yeah. movie. You're you able can, to do that. You can do whatever you like. You can yeah. bring those cameras anywhere you want. You know. What I mean? Yeah. So I didn't really. Uh, I thought some of the sets looked a bit kind of shitty and cheap. Maybe well, it was just old. The, film. That sounds like it was stylistically supposed to be that way I'd say because like, it was a big money film and and it won all the Oscars I remember winning lots of Oscars back in the this day this man you know me and Oscar we don't get along you got you and Oscar no way Jose <laughs> don't put him in the room together it's uh, like the it's like a, a fight club yeah it'd be David like me Fincher. and you right the <laughs> later tonight kicking <laughs> each other's heads in. man that's so I'm, I, I just no, when I you did. were talking about like the people singing the songs and the Broadway style, they just I just don't like it. I no. don't know what it is about musicals and people singing in that way, but it just rubs me the wrong way. No, and it's it's never like, got into it. It's like I, I don't know. Sometimes there's been songs and movies that I've thought are okay. Um, but like when they're just that literal where it's someone describing yeah, what they're doing or what has happened up till this point, and then Johnny came in and he fucking shot her. <laughs> so it was like <laughs> It's not good. Yeah. Um, I'm walking down. <laughs> what's that one? The stairs. Oh, I don't right. Know. Dude, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> the um, but I just felt like, yeah, it's not. I don't know, but I, overall, I do think Chicago was actually pretty fun to watch. There was wait, wait you liked it? Uh, it was just like, you know, it was. Was there good dancing? Yeah, dancing is good. You like dancing, like Beyonce. Mm. I think. I, I think. Some of the actors were like Richard Gere, not a very good singer. Okay, I would say I wouldn't have thought he was. No, I would say Renee Zellweger and Carson Zeta Jones, good. Yeah, okay. Um, the story there's kind of a there's a few bits in it where I was like, ah, yeah, they got him. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know those kind of bits. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Wait, Emer remember, liked it. There was a bit of a domestic going on in that yeah, place. Yeah, Emer likes it. Emer likes it. But um, I liked it too. You know, it's, when musicals aren't for you. Wait, you're just saying you liked it now. You're just changing. You're I'm, I'm just flip. saying it was a bit of a whatever. Like I put it on. I re I wanted to go on my phone pretty bad. So but, one thing about this film, I remember it coming out. I remember it being a big fucking deal. I remember it being mm. huge, like winning all Oscar and mm. and doing that. And everything and big and all that. Mm. Haven't heard anyone talk about it once since. No. And like there's a bit of, there's a little bit of like where, which I think was in vogue for a time, um, of backdrops being CGI. Yeah. And it looks so shit. Mm. Um, and that's it. John C. Riley's in it, which is cool. I always think he's, he kind of looked out, didn't he? Well, John C. Riley, a, someone who, quite an interesting career came from like independent cinema doing real weird kind of films, weird films. And then yeah. he got into comedy and became the biggest comedy star. But he like, he's in some weird comedy yeah, stuff. He's in like, some weird stuff. <laughs> Dr. Steve Brule and stuff like that. Like to think he went from that to, I don't know, no, being an Oscar winning films. Yeah, that's true. No, I think he was like, always a big actor. Like he was in gangs in New York and mm. he was always a kind of like solid character actor. When he, when I was, um, worked at Guinness he was like he was like the fucking guy that they put in the you know the St. Patrick's Day Parade he's like the in Irish fucking yeah, national man of the man was. of the hour yeah um, weird he was he, did he did he lead the St. Patrick's Day Parade or something like he that did, I remember yeah. he was on the Late Late Show I'd say there was probably a load of people being like who the fuck is that guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he does just look like uh, like another hamhead. He just looks Irish like a lad. Like, if, yeah. like I'd say, if my grandparents were watching that and they saw John Tyrell, they'd probably be like, "Who is?" They probably recognize him as yeah, someone like, they knew from some guy. <laughs> yeah, guy in a movie. Like, How did one of the Rileys get on the telly? <laughs> <laughs> That's um, young Johnny Riley. I think he's over in America now. He's an actor. <laughs> but I think. I think if someone was like, oh, Chicago is really, if someone was like, Chicago is my favorite film, I'd be like, that's weird. That's but if someone flag. was like, ah, oh, Chicago's good, I'd be like, ah, oh, yeah. Okay. Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Chicago's and I, yeah. Uh, will we rank the films we watched this week? Yeah. Okay, what's number one? It sounds like Anatomy of the Fall. Anatomy of the Fall, number one. Number two? Well, I, I thought both of mine were kind of shit, so. Okay, uh, number two is going Napoleon. That means I'm winning out. I got one and two N- here. Napopo. Number and three. And then three, definitely Chicago. Chicago is fun. Nice thing so to put on. And so at the bottom is bottoms. Yeah, bottoms at the bottom. Bottoms at the bottom. Um... Well, we hope you guys have uh, really enjoyed the Popcorn Boys. Mm-hmm. As we've said, don't walk, run to our Instagram page mm-hmm. and click that follow button. Yeah. Um, I want you, you should hit it so hard you smash your screen. Yeah. And if you're not smashing your screen, at least some light bruising don't on the finger. Don't listen again. <laughs> if you're not liking to hit smash your screen, don't listen again. And review it. Maybe we can get some reviews on our podcast. Not That'd that we be really good if we got a review of the show. Yeah. Voice recording review of the show. And can I just shout out um, I think her name was Mary, but I was doing a gig on Wednesday in Onshaw. I think the name was Mary. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but mm. uh, a woman came up to me with her fiance and they've been great Congrats. crack during the comedy gig. They've been like uh, the, the Johnny Cannon was headlining and he was doing some stuff with them. They're going to uh, Orlando to do their wedding and great place. He was chatting, with, chatting with them and they were really good fun, you know, like, uh, and it was really great. And then she came up to me afterwards and she said, I'm a huge Popcorn Boys fan. Yes. She says, I'm a huge Popcorn Boys fan. I love Mark. I absolutely love Mark. And Brilliant. I was like, love to hear it. Oh, you love Mark. I didn't say how did you, I didn't say prove it to me, but as if I had said prove it to me, she zipped down her top and showed oh. me 
her Jurassic Park, I think it was like a 20th anniversary Jurassic Park t-shirt. Jesus, that could have gone had, anywhere. Yeah, the, uh, and it was great. It was really, really nice. Um, so if you are a Popcorn Boys fan, please come up. Glad you're a fan of my work. Yeah. <laughs> she just said it was so funny. She just loved hearing you shoehorn uh, Jurassic Park into any random film. Let's see, it was Anatomy of a Fall. And I was like, uh, and I was like, oh, yes. You know, and then the dad dies. And you're like, death, yeah, death in films. I feel like that's kind of similar to a Jurassic Park kind of yeah, did yeah. death. Uh, I need to start doing that. I feel like I really used to do that a lot. And then I kind of didn't do it as much. People later. have spoken. More shoehorning Jurassic Park into yeah, the podcast. Noted. Shoehorn it right in. Notes um, taken. Anyway, thank you so much for coming up to us. And I hope you're. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for coming. Oh, you're talking about her. I thought for, you were for, wrapping for, up the for, show. For, uh, I think it's Mary. I could be wrong. I'm sorry if I'm getting your name wrong. Mary's a fair get. Like, it's, it's probably fair, a good well, guess. Yeah, 90% of uh, women in Ireland are called yeah. that. But uh, congrats on the wedding. And I hope you have a lovely time oh, in Orlando. Man, Orlando, I've been there three times. It's. Uh, it's an amazing place. And, and you're going to have an going excellent to time. Disneyland, they said Universal. And then she that's, said, obviously, and then pointed out the Jurassic yeah, Park that's, that's the wise choice. That's the, yeah. that's the only choice. It's the only choice. Um, so anyway, this episode is dedicated <laughs> yeah. to the happy couple. Yep. And to Jurassic Park. Congratulations. Felicitations. And Felicitations. Le, le Parc Jurassic. Um, okay, we're finished now. Follow yes. us on Instagram. Thank you very much. Love you. Bye-bye.